Let's go on. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It's Fort Minor. Remember the name, Jake. Fort Minor. Does that remind you? Just that you just that solely reminds me of JJ Watt now. Yeah, it's it's pretty nuts how uh how easily something can be linked when uh when it goes down like that. And it, it did with JJ. Yeah, I was I was gonna say um, what what year do you have this song as, Jim? Two thousand three to two thousand six. Okay, decent range. Yeah, it got released in oh five. Um, Nailed it. Yeah, you you did uh, a little rangy. Um, I like it though. I like the effort. And yeah, I, I I was gonna say, and that that was the missing dot in my head for a second. Because I remembered this, because this was a high school sports warm-up song. Um, you know, I, I think you can you can try to big-time it or not, but if there was a lot of sports teams that had this going at the time. And that's kind of the even freakier thing about J.J. Watt. Um, because that's years later. Well, I don't think he, like, graduated from high school mindset, like, I think a lot of professional athletes don't for a while. They get stuck in that they're still taking bus rides with their friends every day. They still have practice and like coaches that are like, you know, like think about everything about a pro athlete's life. We left that in high school and had to adapt to a real world. And for them, they kind of like live. So like high school songs and pump up music is still like very much part of their life. That's not part of their life. Right, but also every every sports team ever has had their music guy and I mean over I mean when did that Hard Knocks come out? 2011 or 12? I mean, yeah, we're talking 6 7 years later. So I know it's like a I mean, the song's about hard work, and I think he got, like, lost in that a little bit, which which is scary, but every team's got their music guy. You got to get away from that six, seven years later. Um, and I think uh, what he's come out now, and he, he has, uh, he obviously had his feud with kind of PMT, and now they're buddies and everything. But um, I don't know. Yeah, you're definitely right. It was It was the high school mindset to a degree with the, like, not having people in your life that could keep you in check anymore. And he's openly said that. Like, he's like, yeah, uh, you guys were kind of the first people that told me that I was being like a giant tool. And he's like, I, it honestly, it really sucked at the time and I hated you, but now I honestly appreciate it. Cause I had to like, take a step back and be like, what, what am I trying to be? Like he was trying to be the cool kid in high school. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that sometimes when I think about like when like pro athletes like Snapchat or Snapchat. I don't know. I don't have that. Mm. But they post videos of like their bus rides and stuff like I want to ask, like, you know, this isn't part of adult life. Like for everyone else, this is right. what they reminisce about the best parts of playing sports as a youth were the shenanigans on the bus rides. Yeah, like, and I, I think you I think you hear players say that later in life when you hear them like I miss the guys. I miss being around the guys. I, I think well, I know, but I think when they're in it, they don't realize like everyone else had had was forced to leave that part of their life as like an eighteen year old. Right. I think that's part of the perks, man. Oh, for sure, for sure. I just wonder how much they realize like they might dread bus rides and every 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 thirty year old every other thirty year old is like, Man, I miss those bus rides with the boys. <laughs> Right, and I think if you went back to if you went back to high school and you're you're thinking about a hockey game you had an hour away and that day there was something going on or they were like a crappy team, you'd be saying like, "Oh, this bus ride's going to suck." And then you look back and you're like, "Oh, that was a blast. We ended up farting on each other for an yeah. hour and a half." I've always been pro bus ride, but I think majority people are right. I was a weirdo. I I was I was neighbors with my school. I could walk there. Right. 5-minute walk, but I opted to, for the hour bus ride commute because we were the first pickup. My mom and sister thought I was so weird, and I was like, bus rides are fun. You just fucking fart around with your friends. Well, oh. what year bus ride are you talking about? This was um, fifth grade. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's just good friends time. In high school, that's not cool. If you said oh, five no. minutes away. 
Yeah. No, high school, not cool at all. No, this was this was um, middle school. And I mean, yeah, we're going back. I mean, that was ele- I was in fifth grade was elementary school. For me, I was so the annoying guy on bus rides for like the hockey. We know. Gotcha. Everything you guys say. Um, you can finish that quote. Is that not a story we've ever shared? I don't think so. I don't know if it can be. Different times, man. Um, but yeah, thanks for JJ Watt for coming on the show. Yeah, how you doing, Jake? I'm good, man. I'm good. We uh, uh, obviously Yankees life, baseball life. Things things have been pretty nuts um, since we've last seen people on JJR. Uh, Ken Rosenthal has nominated you for commissioner of baseball. One um, vote. We've seen two of the crazier baseball games um, with the Yankees in the past 48 hours or so. Um, and they ended up winning both of them against the Twins, who uh, they were being a little Fort Minor-ish themselves throughout the, the process. But I'm uh, I'm doing all right. We uh, I oh, and last time I checked in with everyone, it was still Stinkball. Uh, me and Noodle and I facing off in in the stinkiest creature on earth contest. We got Noodle bathed. It it, it actually went a lot smoother than it had. You lost. Um, oh, I lost. I lost bad. Um, and Jim, I don't want to. Uh, I, sh- I shouldn't. But let's let's just say my personal stink bowl went on longer than it should. Um, but I I've come out on the other side. The coffee cups are gone. There's a couple loose Lacroix, but I think like, dude, I'm telling you, there were so many coffee cups around last time we recorded that like right now I'm looking and I'm like, all right, when I wrap up, I'll probably grab that Lacroix can, you know, that water bottle. I'll throw them out and go from there. There were so many coffee cups around me that I was like, I'm going to have to set aside time for this later. Um, so that's, uh, that's where I was to where I am today. I think I'm going to see our friend, um, roommate Jeff today. I haven't seen him in like a month, dude. Um, He's been in Europe. He was in Europe and then I was in Jersey and now we're back. And, uh, timing is everything in life. Uh, my, my building has like a uh, a bar area attached to it. Oh, I thought you were going to say it might collapse. I got nervous. Well, that would be bad. Um, <laughs> knock on wood. If it does, it's on you now. So don't worry about that all day. Um, they shut down. So the bar was kind of like, it was super meh. I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. But they're, they're like redoing it. They're remodeling. So their solution is they're going to have a happy hour every day. Oh, wow. Um, and you know ex-roommate Jeff as much as the next guy. He uh, he loves a good free drink. Um, so I think uh, we'll do the pregame show for the Red Sox, and then I think he's going to come over. We'll put down a couple barley pops um, and, and watch some Sox Yanks. Sounds like a good day. Sounds like a good day. So uh, how, how are you doing, James? Again, I feel like I got a good night's sleep last night, which hasn't been coming, but uh, life's pretty bizarre. Life's pretty bizarre. Things are blowing up, um, which is awesome. Well, JJ, JJR, JJR, I, I just think of our inner circle of friends, so I can give them a little, little insight. Uh, HBO's coming today yeah. to, to record me as I sit here and work. Uh, 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 it's not for... Uh, segment on me. It's for a segment on John Sterling. I run. Do you even a- be telling the world this? Probably not. They probably don't want me to say anything. It probably won't even air. Or if it does, it'd be like two seconds. But it's crazy. They're still coming to film me as I work. Some uh, a Twitch streamer that I I feel bad that I'm not familiar with him. Courage, Courage JD or something like that. Shouted me out. Now. And that set the world on fire. Yeah. Courage JD, I got it right. Um, he tweeted at me. That set, my little brother was like, are you serious? And then, yeah. dude, you know who else DM'd me? Who DM'd you, Jim? You know who might be excited about this? Um, Jordan Matz, who does our songs, because he likes some screamo music. The lead right. singer of I Prevail. Nice. DM'd me. Well, I prevail for everyone. 
cut my wrist and slash my ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, so people are coming out of the woodwork saying, saying hi. Get in touch. Told you Luke went through my emails yesterday. That was the nicest yeah. thing ever. You uh, ended my day and started my day with that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. It's like, know what it's like? It's like, I'm going to go to bed. Here's a kick in the nuts. And then it's like, oh, I just woke up. That nut kicking doesn't hurt anymore. Oh, here's another one for your for your troubles. Do you want him to go through your emails for you? I'm thinking about it. I'd have to clear out all, all the naughty emails, you know? Yeah. All those naughty billing. Hey, I mixed up my billing address and my shipping address. Can, what? What should I do? <laughs> Sounds like a you problem, dog. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't get those emails anymore. Wait at your ship. Wait at your billing address for the shipping to come. I don't know. <laughs> I get I get a, I got a lot of. Dude, customer service is no joke. Amazon ruined the game because everyone expects everything to get solved immediately. It's like we're a two-man company that yeah. put out 10 hours of content every day. And I, I got to go change the comma because you wrote your address wrong now. It's like, yep. I, I will, but it, it's like, come on. And then they like DM you like two seconds later like, are you going to fix this or what? Fuck. We're not big enough to have a department. I ordered the wrong size. Um, okay, I mean, you didn't... It, that's why they have literally, like, the checkout screen. It's a double check. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I'm, uh, I, uh, I got that, but uh, th- that's good. I'm, I'm happy for you and Luke and um, yeah. minus Luke. Uh, next, I'm going to have him go through my DMs because I have uh, 200. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Anyway, wow. things are going. Shadow Shadow Rider. Shadow Rider. What's that? Oh, Luke. Yeah. I, he 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 typed him out and asked me, and I was like, ah, say this, say that. So some little kid's gonna be so happy that the John boy replied to him, and it's just a phony with very similar chromosomes in his body. <laughs> uh. Ah, <laughs> everything you guys say. <laughs> All right, you want to uh, do sports? Uh, I think we could do sports. No, we got to rank your day. What was your day yesterday? Got my wrist and slash my eyes. Um, yesterday, so we're just doing Wednesday. We're not t- tag team in the days or anything. Tuesday was the one of the wilder days of my life. So. The day system is getting messy. <laughs> um, yesterday was uh, it was an all right day. I, I missed my workout window, which led to me. And so normally on a normal day, I'll have coffee and then pre-workout and a workout. So I get a little bo- bonus energy. Missed, didn't work out. So no workout energy, no pre-workout. So I had a little lull where I was like, there's no food in the house. The Yankee game's about to start. I'm going to be up for the next like eight hours that was the only tough part yanks did good things good podcast um six two wow 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 yeah i'm gonna go six eight because the kenny rosenthal shout out was cool hbo called and said they wanted to come film me that was kind of crazy crazy I don't know what that's going to be all about. Um, Yankees win. We get to record. We didn't get to do JJR. Uh, it was a smart move on our part because we got so much yes. done. And we thank got- you all our JJR listeners. Because uh, yeah, understanding. It, I, I mean, when it hit noon, I was like, if we didn't, if we did do JJR, like I would have been having a bad time. Mm-hmm. We needed a day of rest. I used it well. I got a lot of stuff done. Yeah. Um, uh-oh. says we're going to have to force quit every application we're using. Can you okay. still see me? You're, I can see you. You're very frozen, and I can hear you. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're live still. If we're still live, I'm just going to ride this out. Should I check the YouTube? I can ask the chat. Are we still live? Whatever. So the chat's still working? Don't know. 
I don't know. Oh, okay. it says we're offline now. Everything everything froze up. It looks okay. like this application may froze up. Oh, yeah. Now you're gone off the screen. So now there might be people just looking at me. But you can hear me? I can hear you. You can't see me? Can't see you. Um, let's just finish the show. All right. Weird show. Jake can't see me now. Didn't we do a show like this where I couldn't see everyone? I was pissed the whole time. Yeah, you were so mad. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That was the angriest JJR ever. Um, dude, a little side note before we get into the sports. Man, I, I Sports Center came on because I had that on one screen and Yes Network on the other. It came on when the Yankee game ended, and their opening shot was essentially the same shot you had for the Red Sox-Rays breakdown. Um like, they had the lineup listed on the left side of the screen, and they started changing stuff, so we might have to sue them. Fuck. I just oh, lost you. Wait, are you back? I'm back. Connection problems. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's oh, not. Oh, boy. YouTube's going. Um, all right, it- sports. Yeah, do the sports. It's not the uh, internet. It's just the, all the programs. Whatever. We'll get through it. Uh, all right. Sports, Jake. What happened? Jim, the sports the past couple days, obviously baseball season, but what we have from everywhere else, Zion Williamson receives the biggest rookie shoe contract ever, uh, I think. NFL teams are reporting to camp, Jim. That's exciting. We know our talking Giants guys are off and rolling. No big stories yet. Uh, more importantly for you, fantasy football talk is starting heating up. Maybe we'll do some silly stuff on this show with, with some fantasy foosball. Um, Jimmy and the golf, WGC, FedEx, St. Jude Classic tees off in Memphis today. And Jim, your baseball roundup, Yanks Twins wrap up a series of AL leaders. Um, all-time game Tuesday night. Ray Sox end up in a dump, complete dumpster fire uh, after some controversy. Cubs send down bad guy Addison Russell. And the Angels get their first sweep over the Dodgers in the freeway series. And Jim, if we want to have a little fun, uh, we can relive a couple old trades from the trade deadline because when we come back on JGR, it's going to be day of. Wow, that is exciting. Zion Williamson yeah. receives the biggest shoe contract. Now, is that because he has the biggest shoes? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, because um, you get paid per foot. Wah, wah, wow. Um, no, I think it's just because he's going to be really good. And, um, I mean, lest we forget, Zion broke a shoe mid-game. Um, and if he didn't, um, if he didn't team up with Nike, I believe it's Nike. Let me double check. Um, a Jordan brand. Yeah. So wow. if he, if, yeah, I mean, all, all the same band of brothers there. Um, if he didn't, um, the other shoe companies, I mean, they could have, they could have really taken a dent into that market. Uh, so good, good for you, Zion and your big, your big old feet. Your big old feet. Are you excited about NFL reporting the camp or is that like too far away to fathom for you? Um, I will be excited when the games actually start. Uh, like even the preseason, just okay. just because I mean that's actual football. Like getting excited about. I, I mean, what can I, I? I saw a tweet this morning that was like Sam Darnold drops back and and d- drops a screen pass to Le'Veon Bell. Get used to that this year. And it's like, well, I mean, was the defense even on the field? Is the offense just running plays? Um, to, to counter so, that, though, like I love spring training. Like the first batting practice, I get so excited about. I think I would be excited if we were. Th- but that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're saying a game, you know? I said batting practice. I thought you said the first game. Um, well, any batting practice is cool. So what's the difference? Is, is spring training is is like football camp? Like, is it as romanticized as spring training? Do you think? Uh, no, I think it's a little more cutthroat. Um, I mean, baseball, you're going to have one or two position battles. Football, I mean, the last 10 guys that make the team are kind of up in the air, um, especially 
once you start factoring injuries and things like that. I mean, I still I think it would be cool to go to. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think you'd get too juiced up about a, a batting practice on TV for spring training. Um, I, I think if you went to a mini camp and you watched a, like, two rookie corner, like a cornerback and a wide receiver go against each other for a job. I mean, that's pretty, that's kind of intense, you know? Um, so yeah, I think, I I think it turns into a being there and not being there. I think if we were there and we were, you know, all over talking Broncos, uh, we are on talking giants, but Bobby's got that. Um, I, I think you get more into it, but as of now, like, I, I don't know, give me some guys and pads and let me watch, you know, let me watch the seventh-round running back try to make the team in a game rather than watch him practice running the screen. Yeah, I, I got to believe there's people that are the same with football as I am with baseball, so I can't, I can't, uh, can't shame over it. Like, when they start showing pitchers throwing their bullpens and the reporters are showing, like, videos through the fence and you hear the popping of the glove, I'm all in. I'm like, hell yes. Oh, Let's yeah. I think it's baseball. very similar in that degree. I mean, you, you hear the first crunch of the pads, or I mean, even a couple whistles, and see, seeing the new guys in your team's gear, that's the biggest one. That's pretty cool, yeah. That's so I'm the ex- biggest one. I'm excited for people that are excited. That's I'm not good. excited, but I'm excited for people that are excited. That's, that's, I said good. I said good. Crazy baseball. Dude, this episode of Talking Baseball during tomorrow is going to be, like, hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to get... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you now, Jim. I'm I'm gonna get a lot of my stuff done today, because um, I am gonna have Barley's with roommate Jeff uh, tonight. Um, but that you know, when you've got that hungover pizzazz, when you're podcasting, you sent you got a little more zing in your in your fastball. Yeah, well, I don't know. I haven't done that in a while. We did it. We did it like together. Yeah, but we got more zing together anyway. I thought yeah, it was but I, be... there is, you know there's hungover zing. Oh, you I know. know that. Oh, oh, of course. I, haven't, I, just, I just don't experience it often anymore. I thought I was going to be way more hungover that night than, I, than that morning than I was. Yeah, still got it, kid. Um, Stay away from seafood. No, yeah, I, I got a long night ahead of me, because if like, HBO comes and records me during the Yankees game, it's Yankees socks. I, like, usually I double up, like, and I'll start making the sheet during the game a little bit, during dull parts or whatever. Yeah. I think I can just do my normal day. Like, I do, like, five things at once during games. Like, I don't know if I'm going to confuse HBO. I think so. Um, I, I would be surprised if HBO is coming with six guys and setting up all the cameras and lights and is trying to buckle you down for four hours. But we've been wrong before. I think it's going to be two guys, a producer and a filmer. Yeah, you're looking at two to three guys. And uh, yeah, I think they'll they'll be there for a little bit. They'll check out your setup, and then they'll be like, "Hey, let's get the hell out of here." Well, I hope Wirecast works because we're supposed to do the pregame show. I can see you perfectly. Just to let you know, you're lucky. Uh, this is kind of the ideal setup. You can't see me still, right? No, it's hilarious. I haven't even clicked away. I'm just staring at the blank screen. Where on my face is stuck? No, your face went away. It's just completely blank now. Oh, that's good. Well. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, the problem is this is an annoying conversation for anyone listening on the podcast. The problem is sure. uh, computer memory, so nothing to do with internet or anything. It's just like, can my computer handle this program? So now I'm a little concerned about everything else we do on this program, but we'll figure it out like everything else. Uh, yeah, talking baseball. Um, so for anyone that wants a little dabble of it, the Yankees and Twins played a crazy series. Two first-place teams just in a slugfest. Um, the Rays and Sox. Spent 25 minutes on a lineup dispute. And then I spent an hour making a video on it, which sucked. Video, I think, came out good, but it took so long to make. I was in a bad mood while making it. Mm. Cubs lose to the Giants, which is crazy. And uh, send down bad guy Addison Russell. Yeah, bad bad guy Addison Russell down. How bad was um, he playing? Which- uh, I think he was hitting like 240 or something. It, it wasn't like uh, devastating, but I think it kindly was, finally was kind of that push come to shove. Um, that, yeah, he had to go. How about the Angels sweeping the Dodgers? I said this, that uh, the Dodgers having such a big lead. It's, gonna, it's kind of a tough task. Yeah, I think, I think this was 
I think this was a tactic. They they wanted to keep LAA from trading at the deadline so they get better in the future, and they needed to motivate themselves. So this was win-win-win. That's good. Bring that to Talking Baseball. That's great. I think that's we'll see. real good. All right, what fun trades do you want to revisit? Do you have any? So, Jim, I uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. ESPN posted an article, but I, I figured this would be some fun for you. They, uh, they have these... Uh, they have these labeled a couple different ways. They have, on second thought, we'd like a do-over. Um, we have, thanks for the painful reminder. Wow. Ooh. And we have the ultimate gut punch in the gut trade. So what? where, where do you want to start? Do you want to work your way up or what? How, do you, how far back are these going? Um, so they, there's also a section I left out, Jim, and I, I like to think I know how your brain works. Um, there's a section called some oldies but goodies slash baddies, and I left that section out because I didn't think you'd want to go there. All right, let's let's give me one. Give me uh, the uh, gut punch. Oh, gut punch! You want to start big? Okay. Um, so, Jim, the the gut the ultimate gut punch trades. Um, so we'll we'll start off for all our Sox listeners because they love tuning in here. Um, the Red Sox traded reliever Heathcliff Slocum in 1997. Um, you know, a pretty pretty strong reliever in his time. Uh, but the Mariners traded them Derek Lowe and Jason Veritek. Um, so the the war traded away to the Red Sox was 58.1. The war acquired by the Mariners was 0.4. 0.1 and 0.4? Yeah, that's pretty good. So 58.1. Oh. To point four, bad. Veritek and low, bad. Yeah. Um, one of the That's more famous, one of the more famous ones is the Cliff Lee, Grady Sizemore, Brandon Phillips, and Lee Stevens for Bartolo Colon. Um, that's one hundred one point four in WAR for one point nine. Yeah, I don't like just judging like future war right because did bart help them the rest of that season um bart so bart went to the expos at the time um after jeffrey loria sold the team well-known good guy owner in baseball um yeah not really um they were the Expos were six and a half games out at the time, so the playoffs were a long shot, anyways. Jim, how long they, did they finished eighty three and seventy nine. I don't want to be a buzz. How long did they get Bart? Like Bartolo Colon's a really good pitcher that lasted a really long time in the league. So he was a rental, Jim. Oh, okay, bad trade. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cliff Lee, Brandon Phillips, and Grady Sizemore. Yeah. <sighs> Yikes. I think I do think it's, it's like half lock, whatever. Yeah, I mean it's you gotta believe in your scouting, and I mean that's that's the reason that an article like this comes out. I mean you're gonna get three prospects. Uh, sometimes zero of them are gonna work. Sometimes three of them are gonna work. That's a funny one. Though. Uh, that's a lot of names. That is a lot of names. Um, Jesus, that uh, this Devil Rays one is a mess. Um. I, I can't even relive that one right now. It involves our Mets. Here's a fun one. The Astros and Devil Rays traded uh, Ben Zobrist and Mitch Talbot to the Devil Rays for uh, an end of his career, Aubrey Huff, uh, just for a rental. So you basically get a lot of Zobrist career, 45 war um, for Aubrey Huff at the time. Um, they ended up getting 8.6, but Zobris, as we've been on with talking baseball, changed the game a little bit. Jim. Yeah, that's like they didn't know what they had with Zobris. So like this dude doesn't have a position, uh, all that, and then good on uh, good on the Rays because they probably signed Aubrey Huff to a one or two year deal, knowing that their goal was to trade him for a rental. Yeah, and then it worked out perfectly. That's like great. Yeah, um, David Cohn uh, to the Yankees for three prospects that added up for a negative war. Um, David Cohn got traded for some bad players. Yeah, because um, his, Mar- his his initial trade from the Royals to the Mets was for like a backup catcher, similar to Hicks. Mar- 
Marty Jansen, Mike Gordon, and Jason Jarvis from the Yanks uh, for any fans out there. Arietta and Pedro Strop for Scott Feldman and Steve Clevenger. Um, the, uh, well, the Arietta. Get... Yeah. Arietta. Yeah, I mean, they he... were like not the guys. Like, that's so weird. I think that they became good because a product of the environment. I don't. I think if Arietta and Feldman uh, or Arietta and Strop stay on the Orioles, they never have good careers. Right, but I mean that's part of the great game, and that's coaching, yeah. and that's that's an organizational thing too. You're absolutely right, but because um, yeah, Arietta was a big prospect, but he had been bad for the Orioles, so they were kind of ready to cut and run. Um, so I don't know. There's it's a De- decent article on on ESPN with with a lot of the old trades if you're into that kind of thing. But those are some of the fun ones. I like it. They didn't have a the Archer one is already a, like a bust. Yeah, I think I think those young guys got to play a little more, but it 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 should be. Um, and and see. and everyone laughed about this Voight Shreve trade, but now Gallegos is playing so well that it's not as lopsided as it was once thought out to be. Still kind of lopsided. Yeah, but, I mean, he's just a relief pitcher, right? Yeah, yeah, so it's still lopsided, but at least they can be like, we got Gallegos. Yeah. Um, Edwin, hey, here's here's a, a – maybe this will be the last one I mentioned because it's a familiar name for what we've been talking about. Uh, the Reds trade Edwin Encarnacion and a couple other guys for Scott Rowland. Um and, uh, yeah, it's, again, you have to put yourself in at the time. Encarnacion was, a, like, a third baseman who came up who wasn't that good at third base, and Joey Votto was at third base. So they kind of went out and got an end of his career, Scott Rowland. And Edwin Encarnacion, as you and I know, but maybe some of the JJRs don't, has the most home runs this decade of yeah. any Major League Baseball player. Yeah. Yankees kind of do some null and void ones, like uh... – I think they won the Pineda for uh, Jesus Montero one, but barely yeah. just because they got something from Pineda. And then the White Sox trade where they got Todd Frazier, David Robertson, and Tommy Canely. Canely's still doing huge things for them. Um, Todd Frazier did huge things for his rental year. D-Rob was good for his two years. Like They got a lot out of those three guys and are still getting some out of Canely. And who would they send over? They sent over Rutherford. Uh, Blake Rutherford, Clippard, other guys, yeah, and some like guys we don't know. So that looks yeah. like the Yankees. It's already over, basically, and the Yankees kind of that Rutherford well, like, can do, become a star, but there there is one one negative one on here for the Yanks, Jim. July twenty first, nineteen eighty eight, Jay Buner to the Mariners for Ken Phelps. Um, Buner went on to hit three hundred and seven home runs for the Mariners. And uh, it, it became a uh, became a Seinfeld skit a little bit. Ooh. Um, so that's a hey, that's a one one for the bad guys. One for the bad guys. Yankees traded some pit players to the Marlins, um, like Caleb Smith. Right now, they traded away, and he's doing great. He's doing good. There's some others too. I can't remember. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, Jake. Jake can't see me still. My computer's not working, so I got to read the news off my phone. So let's let's power through this. I also like. I think. Uh, thank God we record separate to the computer, because I think our audio files are the only thing we're gonna have. So hope yours is rolling, because I think cool. my computer's just gonna die as soon as we end. Here we go. Let's in. <laughs> What's in the news today? Oh, boy. And the news was rather sad. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. A Kentucky man attacked a man with weed eater over stolen candy bars. Seems fair. A cooler filled with male genitalia was found in a raid of a Phoenix body donation company. What? A woman was warned... Oh, all women are being warned not to put ice lollies in their vaginas to cool off during the heat wave. Sounds like bullshit. Sounds like that probably feels nice. A man secretly put pee in a a woman's face lotion in an attempt to win her heart. I haven't clicked the article yet. I don't know if it worked. 
A bear nicknamed Cheeseburger tried to steal the dumpster outside of the weed store in Jake's very own home state of Colorado. And perverts in bushes are ruining the nude zones in Paris's park, say the nudist. I read the news today. today. Oh, Oh, boy. boy. Wow, a lot of stories close to my heart here. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. Like the nudist speaks to your brain. The bear named yep. Cheeseburger who wanted to get high speaks to your brain. Yep. Um, the uh, the the uh, body donation center filled with penises and testicles. Does that get you going? Uh, I I think the other ones are a tear up. I, I I thought you'd go to the man peeing in the face lotion, and I thought you'd you'd kindly spin that for me for a man that would do anything to win a woman's heart. Um. No, you'd never pee. In, you'd never pee in lotion and give it to a girl. No, I wouldn't do that part of it. But that's the whole spin I just referenced. But uh, uh, Jim, where where are you leaning, bud? I don't know, man. There's a, there's like a lot of weird stuff. Don't put there is ice a decent lo- amount of weird stuff. Don't put ice lollies in your vagina to cool off. Yeah. How did they know people were doing that? That's where I want to know. Okay. Well, I wasn't gonna click it, but that that is a really good question, Jim. Um, UK is set to hit some scorching temperatures today And now we're in New Zealand again um, Oh my god, there's so many pop-ups I'm done, I'm done with the article Nope Okay That's on them Okay We gotta get ad blocker The UK Goss. is set UK is set to be hit by scorching temperatures And while there's plenty of good advice online on How to keep cool There's one suggestion out there You certainly shouldn't pay any attention to. Oh, so some site is suggesting this Wow, probably uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's site. Whoa! Shots fired at Gwynny for no reason. Oh, she runs a scam um, junk science site. Shots fired, man. Sounds like something her site would say. Well, the doctors say don't stick lollipops up your vagina. It's like That's what? defamation, brother. No, defamation is peeing in someone's face lotion. No, that's a... Defecation. Yeah, those are a couple different ones. I'm interested Um, about the cooler filled with men's genitalia because that sounds terrible. I wouldn't be interested in that. But then it says at the body donation company. And what's a body donation? It was a company that you just donate body parts to. Hey, you need this body? Like, is that the morgue? Is that a weird way to say the morgue? I mean, I'm guessing it's like uh, know how you can like... I don't know. It used to be a running joke. You don't hear about it anymore, but you hear all these like hippies in the 70s. They were like, yeah, man, this guy came around campus for a hundred bucks. They said you donate your body to science. So I did it. Um, Are those still a thing? Yeah, I don't like this story at all, Jake. But yeah, it's what you're you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I'll read the opening sentence. Yeah, the opening sentence. I'm not into it actually at all. It's some jigsaw Sid from Toy Story shit on real human beings. Yeah, it's uh, it, it gets pretty gnarly. I guess the the part we're missing is that when you hear body donated to science, this company says that one day their goals is to like bring people back to life and stuff. So we're getting uh, we're getting into like zombie Frankenstein stuff. Um, which Jim is a great point. Like if you're actually into that as a person, like yikes. Yeah, it's not good. My yeah. computer just did something crazy. I think this might shut down. If it does, I'm gonna just FaceTime you. We'll finish on our phones. All right. Well, let's uh, let's keep grooving and dancing to the music. Um, perverts uh, in bushes. Yeah. So this is kind of like egg on your face. If you start a nudist zone, yeah, a park where nudists like people are gonna look at you, and right. your whole thing is. Like, I want to be free. Anyone can see me. So I don't know when you get to pick and choose that. I think it's I think it's a little you got to kind of know what comes with the territory of starting a nudist park in the middle of Paris. And then you cannot be angry when people want to see you naked. Your whole goal is to fight so you can be naked. People are going to want to see you naked. I'm interested in seeing everyone naked. 
Yeah. Even gross people are just like curiosity. There's a there's a funny part at the end because uh, they interview they interview some guy who's a, I, he's the president of Paris Naturist Association. And he goes, yeah, after I heard the after I heard these complaints, I spoke to a male friend who goes to this naturist area every single day. He told me he'd never seen any sordid activity or activities that don't correspond to that idea of naturism. Which is kind of like a powerful sentence. Like, hey, you know, I don't know who's saying this, but we, you know, we believe in our ways and we're there every day and this doesn't just happen. And then the next paragraph he goes, yeah, the experience might be different for women. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's strike two and three, brother. Yeah. Um, so, okay. I've always wondered, like, all right, Jim, it's a it's a nice Saturday. You and I are gonna go head to the the naked area of Paris. Yep. Do you wear clothes and then you cross the line and then you drop them, or what's what's? I I don't know the order of operations. Yeah, you probably wear like something casual, like an over gown, or you know, no bra, no no boxers, and like some baggy pants I go no or bra. shorts. I go no bra as well. And then you get there and you like set up a towel and you lay down and you get naked. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've never been. Well, uh, Australia is topless beaches and just like regular beaches. And when we moved there, my dad used to like, hey, Jim, go over there. I'm going to take a picture of you. And then it'd be like a topless person in the background. And then he'd send it home right. to America and be like, look at this. Here's here's Jimmy with a nude woman behind him. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. American, like, whoa, boobs. Not me. So we don't want to talk about the man who put pee in the woman's face lotion in an attempt to win her heart. I just want to know if it worked. We can. I mean, if that's all you want to know, the answer is no. It did not work. You read it already? Uh, No, I, I just clicked it, but uh, the opening picture is handcuffs. Um. Yeah, so I'm thinking this might be like a kinky, kinky relationship just started. No, this is um, it was his coworker. Um, uh, was also arrested for breaking and entering. Um, and yeah, he says one of the creepier quotes out there. I tried to convince myself, um, that the victim. Well, he didn't say the victim part, but. Uh, belonged to me by having her put something that came from me onto her body. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's about as creepy as it gets. That's how it works. I mean, that's why I, that's why I peed in your shampoo when I was visiting you. Just we'll leave, well, the, leave a little as, part of me. And, and that's why I shat in your sandwich and you weren't even phased. Yeah. I, well, I'm into that. We know. Thank your, you. Your nickname is the Shit Sandwiches? No, that wouldn't be your nickname. No, that's from like, shit that's, No, that's from Accepted South Harmon Institute of Technology. Shit sandwiches. Yes. Ask me good about movie. my wiener. Oh, this is a good movie. I good, like that movie. A lot of good scenes. Justin Long, Pride of Connecticut. Yeah. Well, John Mayer. George Springer. Welcome to the real. What you saying to me? Where's John Mayer from? What town? Um. I think he's from a town right near Yukon, like around stores, but I think he also lived in Fairfield for a little bit. I didn't know he was from Connecticut. I want to run through the halls of my high school. Yeah, I man. I want to shout at the top of my lungs. I love John Mayer. Good. He's the pride of Connecticut. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you think they'll be saying that about you one day? Uh, I think you'll hear different words than pride. The runt. Black eye. The, uh, that guy from Connecticut. I think that would be fair. Um, Jake. From Connecticut? No. Are you Jake from State Farm from Connecticut? That should be your name. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yes. Speaking of people getting labeled to where they're from, uh, the bear nicknamed Cheeseburger 
Stealing the pot store dumpster. Whackity schmackity do. Here we go. Bear-proof dumpsters are pretty effective in keeping out bears, but it doesn't mean a bear can't move it. Workers at a retail marijuana shop in Lyons, Colorado, have the proof caught on surveillance camera when a bear tried to make off with their garbage. He's all into the Rocky Mountain High, and I don't blame him. He knows the good stuff when he sees it, or should I say, smells it, said Nikki Garza, who works at the Bud Depot. The store's security cameras caught the bear, who they nicknamed Cheeseburger, breaking into the area behind the store. As soon as the door blew open, I was like, this is something out of a horror film. A metal lock was no match for a very hungry bear who stormed through the gate. So he grabbed it and busted through like The Shining, which is ironic because the Stanley Hotel is like 20 minutes up that way, said Garza, pointing northwest towards Rocky Mountain National Hotel. The rumor has it. Yeah. C- couple things here. So Lions, Lions is kind of you're starting to get in the hills, and I I think the fact that they said we have bear proof dumpsters shows you that this actually this happens a decent amount. Because um, yeah. bears times trash. Uh, yup. Um, we've got a total. This is marketing for the Bud Depot. Yeah, this guy Garza. Every quote is like, I'm like, wow, look at this guy. He's no tiny dancer, but he's a dancer. Yeah. And then later on, his quote is, everybody wants to work at a cannabis shop. He's just showing some initiative. Yeah. So they have footage of yeah. the bear, though. Do you watch it? Yeah. Um, I haven't Whoa. watched it. It just clicked. Whoa. S- super loud ad. Super loud and invasive um, yeah, ad. I'm, I'm currently in the ad world now. Garza not doing much for me. Um no, Neither Garza's quotes bad. Garza's quotes kind of ruin this. A minute video? Just show me the bear, you fuckers. Oh, they got Garza, like, on here. Let's see what his voice sounds like. How about that, Jake? I don't think you're going to like that. <laughs> I kind of had it. Oh, yeah, he's, he's tough. All right, I've got to the bear footage. He wanders in. Oh, or should no. I say smells it? I nailed this guy's voice. Yeah. He's a, he's a stoner in Colorado who talks like a stoner from Colorado. This, so, uh, uh, this, we shouldn't have watched this. Why? It's not good? Over it. It's just a bear. Beady little eyes. Bear watch. Bear Jeez, dude, this uh, back-end business, Jake, this, this shirt stuff that Luke's doing for us. Right. Lady's an idiot. Yeah. Abort that. Anyway, what's next? Bed of the day. It's the bed of the day. She said 30 bucks a shirt. Oh, how about no? Yeah, no thanks, lady. No, I'll just go to Target and make it myself for this. Yeah, she uh she clearly was overwhelmed by whatever Luke was at. She she's only made shirts for like, "Hey, we want to make our dodgeball team we dodge balls. Can you put that on a shirt?" And she's like, "Yeah." She she was trying to raise the price to the point where she didn't have to try this. Luke's like, should we? We got to do one or two. Uh, not paying thirty dollars a shirt. Do one sterling if you want. Well, this is back in business anyway. Jake, good yeah. news is your bet of the day pushed on Tuesday. It was the over under was nine in the Arizona versus Baltimore game, and the run scored was nine. Nice. Congratulations! Didn't win, Huge. didn't lose. That is that's a win. That is know a who win. hit a three-run homer in that game, Jim? Who? Dwight Smith Jr. Oh wow, good for him. That's your huge. Guy. Yeah. Um, All right. So, what's your bet today? So that is huge. My bet today, Jimmy. Um, ooh, ooh, that Uki Kikuchi. No, um, 
Jim, I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna go against all odds here. The Minnesota Twins and the Chicago White Sox. Jim, we we've got a pitcher's duel on the mound. Jose Barrios versus Lucas Giolito. Barrios with a two nine six ERA this year. Giolito with a three one two. Um, Jim, the over unders eight and a half. And I'm hammering the over. Okay. Eight and a half. Hammers the over. Why? Because the, are they playing in uh, Minnesota still? No, they're going to the White Sox stadium. And I think that the Twins, this Yankee series was a big thing for them. They came in hot and then they got punched in the mouth bad. I, I think they're going to be down on their luck. And I think Giolito hasn't been as good of late. Um, and the White Sox will be like, oh, the Twins are coming to town. Let's do it. So I, I think the White Sox put up some runs early, then the Twins start to play. I just think the Twins' bullpen is depleted. I, I just think we end up seeing runs in this game. It looks like a pitcher's duel to the eye, but it's not. All right. I'm going to agree with you, man. Jake is Damn stupid, it. but he's smart. No, I'm on a heater. You're on, you want me agreeing with you. Whoa. You want me. You need me on that wall. Don't tell, don't tell me what I want. Oh, you probably want a sandwich. I'd kill for a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to go grocery shopping on Tuesday, and uh, times are tough. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been a rough episode of John Boy and Jake Radio because we couldn't go live on the YouTube channel, and uh, I don't think we're going to have any video, and... Uh, the audio will be whatever it is. And this, this lady is trying to charge Luke $30 for a shirt. I said, did, did you know it was $30 beforehand? He said, no. She said it was $9.99. Then she said it was $20. Now she's saying $30. Well, bad, bad JJR stuff. We'll, uh, we'll get there. People are interested. All right. Yeah. I'm going to play a better Fort Minor song on the way out. Okay. This is so much better. Come on, lyrics. Yeah, I mean, the credit really goes to Holly Brook in this song. Yeah. How do you know that name? You just look it up? Yeah, man. Come on. Hit the fucking chorus ready. Wow, such a good Fort Minor song. Oh, yeah. Good Holly Brooks song. Another bad Fort Minor song. Yeah, his rap, his rap style is pretty corny. <laughs>